0: Hi, this is Jesslyn Etchell, and I'm chatting with some of my favorite women in a series called Wildish Wise Women, Conversations with Everyday Goddesses. It's my passion to connect women and remind us that supporting one another is our greatest strength. These discussions are an extension of the in-person women's circles I lead in the Bay Area and will explore a variety of topics. Please note We are adults having adult conversations. Subject matter and language may not be appropriate for young ears. Thanks for joining us. Okay, well, I'm so excited to welcome Laura Rose to the podcast today. She is a board-certified music therapist skilled at harnessing the power of music for deep healing. Laura's passionate about empowering women to live their truth every step of the journey. Yes. Ah, Laura draws from devotional singing, tantra meditation, reiki, and yoga practices to embody and elevate the divine feminine spirit. Laura's wild gypsy spirit has led her to India, South America, and Jamaica to practice music therapy.
1: Welcome, Laura. Hi, Jessalyn. Thank you so much. This is such an
0: honor. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, before we launch into Laura's topic today, we're going to be talking about sacred sexuality and the art of receiving. So super juicy topic. Mm -hmm. But before we dive in, let's just take a few moments together, you and I, and also anybody listening, just to take a couple breaths. So inhale through the nose. And exhale out the mouth. (sighs) Sort of arriving to this space, a couple more. (sighs) 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 May each woman who needs the wisdom of this call find her way here. May we speak from the heart and create a wave of peace that radiates out on a global level may each woman remember her sacred nature and feel the value of her presence in this world. Mm -hmm. Laura, what's your favorite thing about being a woman? Uh,
1: mm, Permission to express Ah. um, emotion, express emotion um, Mm -hmm. in the body um, and really then power. Women have a lot of power, and I, I revel in that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful, huh? Yeah, it is
1: beautiful. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to just jump into Laura's topic, which I have to say. So I had this idea for a podcast, and I reached out to all my best girlfriend, goddesses, women in my life, and people were like, yeah, that sounds great. I think I'll talk about this. Laura goes, I would like to talk about sacred sexuality and the art of receiving. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, girlfriend, that is awesome. <laughs> and so the first question I really want to start with is just whatever you feel comfortable sharing, like, what is the story behind this being ready to come out in your life? Because yeah, clearly it had been thought out. And, and I will say also for the record that my husband goes, "Um, yeah, I'll be listening to that one. <laughs>
1: Well, first I have to like disclaim that I'm not, I'm not an expert in this. Um, It's, it's a very personal journey that I feel um, very called to, to bring up this conversation about sex and about women in, in partnership um, and how to, how to enhance that even more as, um, as not only through sacred sexuality and sex, but but how we can embrace that practice and embrace this idea, this conversation of sex into our everyday lives and 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 whatever comes out of that. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it started as as a beginning of a journey for me. There's um in practicing yoga and in practicing meditation. Um, I came to this, this point and really it's been f- fairly recent for me that, that I was like, there is something that I am seeking and, and I know that it's through sex. <laughs> I know, I, <laughs> it's, it's yummy and it's juicy and it brings up so much life. When um, I, I research and when I talk about it with, with just like we're doing, right? Like that juiciness, um, the juiciness of sex and, and that conversation, talking with girlfriends, you know, um, embracing this conversation and allowing it to take us to a deeper, a, a deeper awareness and understanding of the power of sex.
0: Awesome. Well thank you for, for showing up and being willing to let us see into a little bit of your path and and opening up to whoever else wants to join in the conversation.
1: Absolutely. I hope that it um, my intention is for it to to spark that conversation and, and and also help guide and guide other women along this path and 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 also it's it's self serving too. It's a it's a beautiful topic that I'm excited to share.
0: Yeah. Well, I was super stoked just to see how focused you are. I'm like, she's ready to bring this into the world. And I'm so happy that we can be a part of this, uh, you know, the format for you to, to launch this. So, well, so let's just go then. What, what is sacred sexuality?
1: So sacred sexuality, there's many, many different, if you type in Google and you get your sacred sexuality, there's, there's many different ways to explain it. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, I see it as, as a meditation, just, just as yoga might be meditation for, for living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yoga might be a way to access, you know, quieting of the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, sex is a way to access you know, sacred sexuality, and this meditation of, of sex is, is also a way to enhance that, create more bliss, create more love, create more connection. Um, and, and sex is such a powerful tool in which we're, we're gifted, we're gifted. Mm -hmm. Um, what's interesting is, you know, in, in the yogic tradition of, um, the eight limbs, you know, there's, there's brahmacharya, which is to abstain from sex Mm -hmm. and, um, and I find it fascinating because I, I, you know, on my journey of yoga, I thought, well, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just can't do that. That is not in my nature. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, i felt very, very sexual, you know, my, my energy is, is, is pretty sexual overall. And, and I thought, well, well, shucks, how am I going to do that?
0: Yeah. I can't and, be a real yogi, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, that's out the door. Yeah.
1: Um, But the awareness of that energy and, and, um, the idea that, you know, having an orgasm releases so much energy that, that, that you're depleted, you know, the idea might be that you're depleted of energy and, and this idea of sacred sexuality is, is a complete return on your investment, right? It's, it's, um, it's a way to expel that energy and have it, have it come back. It's a reciprocal, um, cycle and, um, yeah so sacred meaning you know the spirit so accessing the spirit mm-hmm. and sexuality with with the body that we we're, that're we're given and um and how it fits together with other beings yeah. and um really taking that that um union of of energies to to see the soul to to reflect and and meditate within the soul and Mm, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's if, if we look at Tantra, which people um, get confused and think that Tantra is all about sex, and it's, it's not, okay. but if you look in the Tantric tradition, they very much embrace kind of everything as sacred, which I've always um, thought was a little, you know, felt better for me. To, to look at everything, the, the supposed good and bad, and, and just embrace it all as part of living, that whatever we're going through is all sacred, is all divine, every bit of it.
1: Every single moment, right?
0: Yeah, that's so huge. I love the idea of thinking that everything is sacred. So of course sex should be sacred my goodness. Of course. Out of all things in life, that should be super sacred.
1: (laughs) And, and it is, you know, I mean, we see, you see the product of, of that union and, and, you know, birth, birth is, is that beautiful product of, of sexuality. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, there's so much beauty in, in childbirth and, and what the bodies can do. And, and really that's, that's an indicator of how sacred it is, right?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So induce, introducing this idea of sacred sexuality, how can that improve our relationships and sort of what does that look like?
1: Mm, good. So my, the idea of sacred sexuality is, is really to move beyond the limit, the limit of our body, right? It's a way to like move beyond that, move beyond, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm talking, I'm talking with a partner. I'm speaking in that, I'm, you know, addressing having a partner, but, but this is, this can be also be done just as your as a single woman, right? Mm -hmm. As, as, as you, as an individual. And, um, really it's a way to connect with your entire being, right? Energetically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, And it can be difficult with another person, right? It's like,
0: (laughs) well, you kind of, I mean, you really have to bear your whole soul. Yeah.
1: This, this unveiling, this raw vulnerability to be fully connected first to yourself and then to another being is, is rich. It's rich with possibility for, for better relationships, you know, bettering that. Yeah. Any, any, in. any aspect of that. So taking this connection, this sacred sexuality, this balance, this given flow of within a safe environment, right? Within the safety and the trust of, of your partner or yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the, the second part of this is the art of receiving. And, and so, you know, you already talked about how that is, it can be a vulnerable thing. I mean, in order to receive, you really have to be willing to be open, So, um, how, how can someone practice receiving if they're, if this, if this topic is like making you squirm in your chair while you're listening to (laughs) us talk, then we're talking to you, right? Right. If if receiving or, or being vulnerable or the idea that sex is, is sacred is not, is going like, Oh, what is she talking about? Then, you know, how could we practice this receiving and practice embracing this, um, sacred nature of this act and this connection?
1: So with any practice, you start, you start slow, you start little, um, you start small and it, and it builds, it builds in, in a way that, that prepares you for, for when you're ready or when you're called or when, Mm -hmm. when the next step is there. But simply by, uh, either looking at yourself in a mirror or looking at your partner Mm -hmm. and really setting the, setting the space, right? So setting the space for yourself, for, for that intimacy, to be able to feel that security and, and that trust with this, with this space even. So whether that's lighting candles, you know, priming the environment, um, burning some sage to clear any energy, to set up some, some in, whatever, whatever is, is comforting that is, you know, an, a, a pleasure for the senses. Um, And then looking at yourself, (laughs) looking at yourself, being able to, to, to look up against a mirror or see your eyes reflected in your partner and, and soften the eyes, be able to take in their entire being, being able to take in your entire being and to access that space simply through the windows of the soul, right? Through the eyes. Yeah. And that's, that's a beautiful first step.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. you've already given people some homework <laughs> because I'm thinking how many women do not look at themselves in the mirror. They just jump in the shower. I remember I um, talked to someone and they moved into a new house and they're like, I hate my new shower because I can just see myself in the mirror the whole time. And I'm thinking about women that you know, maybe don't even look at themselves in the mirror and and how can you allow your partner to gaze at you in such a loving way when you won't even do it for yourself? Mm. It would be really hard to receive that. If you can't look at yourself in the mirror and your partner's going to look at you and you're going to be able to receive that in, in a way that, you know, is, is loving.
1: Is loving. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think as women, I think, I think there's, there's a. There's a strong deflection that can happen uh, to to, re- to being comfortable with receiving, to receiving genuine compliments, to to receiving whatever the act of the language of love might be, whether it's an act, you know, of mm-hmm. of kindness or. Um, it can be a challenge to receive to receive and not want to give again, you know <laughs> yeah.
0: and you said as women, do you think there's something specific about women um, that we struggle to to receive or that we block ourselves from from receiving
1: yeah the I mean in terms of the feminine energy is is designed to receive, you know mm-hmm. our bodies are designed to to be to be reciprocals, you know, to receive, um, to conceive baby rather, you know, whatever, whatever that might be. Um, and I think in our, in our society, there's, there's a shift of, you know, more masculine energy that, that there's this push to give, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, sometimes the gift that you give is being comfortable and vulnerable to receive.
0: Yeah, ooh, that's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just, we'll just sit with that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that and and I've, I've played around with a lot of this myself, just in in being comfortable with. My husband loving me as much as he does. I mean, oh, God, he loves me so much. It's, like, ridiculous. And that was so uncomfortable for me in the beginning. Like, how can you just pour so much love into this one little person, me, and yeah. to receive that? I mean, I'm still working on it. I have to work on it all the time. <laughs> but it's, it's so worth it. I mean, it's, like, the best homework that the universe could have ever given me.
1: <laughs> mm yes right I mean I mean, it's even depicted in, in media too of you know <laughs> women choosing the wrong person or, or, or whatever you know we, we, we feel more comfortable having to work for that affection or you know what, yeah, whatever like the, someone the, that we have right? to chase yeah. down
0: and then, yeah, yeah. and here I was with this guy like just saying <laughs> I love everything about you and I just want to hold you and never let go and yeah I was like this is scary <laughs> Gosh,
1: (laughs) and it's a beautiful reflection that of of the love that you have for yourself too and that yeah beautiful homework you mentioned I love that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's still I have to just remind myself that it's worth it and that that is my job is to receive
1: to receive
0: yeah that that i mean it's not that you don't give and the relationship still reciprocal but like you said the feminine energy is meant to receive that that's kind of our job <laughs> and when we don't do it then we come up against problems like people are like oh i can't find anybody i can't meet anyone and and it you know sometimes it's the softness isn't there in in the receiving
1: mm. so how is the sex different now that you're married
0: who's <laughs> oh, <was> interviewing you <laughs> who here <laughs> The marriage piece didn't create a huge shift, I wouldn't say. I, love, I loved calling in my husband, and I was super stoked to be married. I don't feel like the sex changed because we got married, but maybe stuff has just changed over the years because I'm more able to be seen. Mm. You know, when you were talking about really seeing each other, I mean, I know you meant that in more ways than one, but I was just thinking like how many people have sex in the dark, Mm -hmm. you know, like turn out all the lights. I don't want to see you. I I don't want to see me. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I was just thinking like how real and raw it is to have sex during the day when like the harsh daylight is, you know, the blinds are open and you know that's that's a real i don't know that people go there sometimes
1: absolutely and you know not not limited to to simply you know <laughs> intercourse too right of like this this idea that that sex stops when you know the penis goes in the vagina right like
0: well, <laughs> like we, yeah we know there's so many yeah. <laughs> other versions of how
1: that could go <laughs> right or Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I say that as, as like masculine being that, that penis and, and feminine being that vagina, but that can, that can show up in, of course, so many, so many different ways and energetically as well, energetically speaking. But, um, yeah, the, the depth that can happen when you, we try something different, right? Just, Mm -hmm. just turn on, turn on the lights. Right. Maybe you do look in each other's eyes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, Eye contact. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Just connecting on that level. I think that, yeah, I think that's radical. I think that's a shift um, for, for a lot of people out there. Um, So you talked about just the, the baby steps to receiving. What are some of the um, master practices, so to speak? So if people get through the baby steps and (laughs) what's, what's the next level? Well Um, I'll tell you when I get there. I (laughs) know, Laura. (laughs) I'm asking for you know, I
1: have this I have this friend who yeah. (laughs) Uh, And um I mean that's the beauty of the practice, you know. Um you mentioned breath, which is which is which is really the next step of Mm -hmm. of breathing together, of finding this this dynamic expressive Breath that that almost becomes one, right? So mm-hmm. you're taking masculine energy, feminine energy, any energy, right? Like it, it, not to not to dual dualize it, right? But but the energies come together to to unite. Our energy centers connect, mm-hmm. and and breath is is the next way to to really embrace that. Um, also, also words. I think words get, words in communication, mm-hmm. in insects and, and sacred sexuality can be very evocative. Just describing, you know, describing what you see to your partner, mm-hmm. describing it as, as the most beautiful thing you've ever seen that you are are gifted with encountering and engaging with right Right. so using using words and and language and poetic expression to describe your partner describe what you see and have them describe you and see how that feels
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's that receiving practice again (laughs) there's that receiving to receive that it can
1: it can be very challenging yeah
0: yeah that's being seen with the eyes and them you know describing that's a lot going on Mm -hmm. Well, you're really talking a lot about engaging the senses in lots of different ways. And that's, um, I think that that maybe is where we lose the sacred if if sexuality and sex becomes desensitized a bit. And I think that our media plays um, a part in that.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, just
0: desensitizing us to these sexual images that we see all the time. and, And it's, you know, no big deal. And it's, you know, very unrealistic
1: hmm. And feel, you know, we, we talked about we talked about vision and we talked about talked about breath and 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 words, right? The mouth and tongue and but but feeling really um, taking that touch, right? And and observing observing it as if it were the most beautiful thing that you get to engage with and touch with and um really feeling that as a meditation of, of, oh, yeah, a heightening your senses to be able to absorb Mm -hmm. and to take into account when when you are working with someone or yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and what what just keeps coming up for me as you talk is, is that it really comes back to the relationship you have with yourself. So, you know, I mean, that's a whole other topic, which we did, we have covered in the podcast is, is this self love and this, this ability to look at ourselves as the most beautiful thing, because we have to start there. We have to start with our sacred nature, our, you know, each one of us has the divine in us and are just so perfect the way that we are to, to see ourselves that way so that we could open up to someone else seeing us that way as well.
1: That's it. That's sacred sexuality right there.
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's the art. Okay. Do I do I graduate? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can respond to the the more intense. You know, the okay. more advanced practices. Advanced. Here I come.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, well, and this for you, Laura. Since this has just come to you, and I'm so glad that you've heeded the call but what do you i mean this is radical stuff so so what do you see happening if if everyone just takes a little bit of this and 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 brings it into their life how do you see things shifting in the uh, world like let's think big
1: <laughs> oh yes right so that 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 flutter that joy I, even just talking about it uh, you know this lightness um bliss to move from a place of of feeling complete and whole and divine Mm -hmm. right everybody felt that yeah think about think about our interactions with other people how we would how we would treat a stranger on the street Mm -hmm. coming from this place of of pure elatedness this you know sense that we are fulfilled uh We wouldn't necessarily need anything from anybody else. It's it's all within. Wow. I mean, I think that I think it can think about it, right? If it's self love, it's 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 so many other. um, It's it's everything. It's it's really this pure, pure love. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And if everyone acted from that space, whoa! What a world it would be.
0: Definitely. And I just love that the conversation is being had just right here and, and hopefully other places, because quite honestly, you know, sex is not talked about in this way. <laughs> in, yeah. I mean, we, we don't get this kind of sex education. We're, we're not taught that it's sacred and that it's Um, it's like, I mean, we're talking about sex right now and love, like it's a religion, like it's, it's something to, and not, not a like religion indoctrinating, you know, and, and not the kind of religion we're used to, but like a spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. Like this is actually really huge. And I don't, and I don't even know how many kids are taught. Um, I, I grew up in a really open household and I'm grateful for that. Um, we talked openly about a lot of things and my mom continues to be that way with her teenage son. But Mm -hmm. some kids don't even get told that sex is pleasurable. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) Right. Oh, and pleasure,
1: pleasure, uh, and that is again receiving, right? The receiving end of pleasure to give yourself permission to experience that Mm -hmm. without shame, Mm -hmm. without deflection. Um, again, I'll, I'll speak to women in a way that I, I feel we, we tend to, and I've observed this in, in myself and in other women that we tend to, to shy away from, from admitting pleasure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Pleasure. <sighs> Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) oh well I mean we we definitely need it and just yeah just thinking about sex education that kids are taught that sex is to make babies and you should not do it (laughs) (coughs) so you don't get anyone pregnant I mean some people that's the extent of their sex education (laughs) yeah
1: just abstain don't do it
0: just don't do it or or, I I don't think people are actually taught like this is actually fun adults want to go have sex because it feels good yeah it's something really fun and I think conversations are shifting but I know that we have people that are you know not receiving because of the messages that they were told when they were young and we're talking about adults here you know Mm -hmm. women that still have never had orgasms because maybe they're not sure how to receive because I mean we're we're hardwired for orgasms <laughs> so many orgasms i know our body works in this magical way that, that it happens and it happens again <laughs> and it happens again yeah and it is there is no
1: there's no real real um experience that that i i, that I, have, I haven't found <laughs> that that is that is of that same quality or um bliss right like that those moments of 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 energetic release (gasps) pleasure oh my
0: goodness (laughs) (laughs) well just look at that scene in when when Harry met Sally I mean that's one of people's Uh, favorite scenes ever ever (laughs) (laughs) that's just a perfect example of uh of pleasure, even though and she was faking it.
1: <laughs> even though she was faking it. And, and you know, there there's still an expression, right? Like, the vocal expression yeah. of her, she's like, getting in it. That, ah, oh, you know, like, how does that, how does that, that, and people's reactions in that scene uh-huh. of like. Well, Whoa. she
0: knew how to fake it because she <laughs> experienced it before. I mean, I think that was the whole argument. He's like, I can right. tell if she's faking and. She would not have known how to do that if she hadn't had, you know, the real live experience.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's the most perfect scene. As as you were talking about um, educating, sorry, taking another um, step. Go for it. It, it, On the opposite direction of, you know, teaching children, how we teach and have this conversation with our children. And also um, how how that this partnership um, maybe it's one partner maybe it's many partners but but how we can have a tendency to get stuck into patterns mm. and i really i i believe that this is is part of in part why, why this practice and and researching more about sacred sexuality is coming from a place of of needing more transformation, needing more from my partner, needing more from myself as a, as a way to evolve, evolve our partnerships with, with ourselves Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and, and really take a look at how our patterns show up with sex, right?
0: Okay.
1: Maybe for people it's, it's the same position, you know, Mm -hmm. over and over again, right? Or maybe it's the same, you know, the same things that that you know about your partner that that turns them on. And, and so you do that. Right. But mm-hmm. having a chance to really explore past that, using this practice as a way to transform. Together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. I think that more homework, (laughs) more homework into the world. I think it's good. It's good. I think, well, and it takes this, this partnership that where there's mutual respect and love and, and the uh, willingness and ability to explore together. So I think if you're not finding that partnership, then starting with yourself is a good way. Mm -hmm. For anyone listening, if they're like, oh, well, it's not, you know, my partner's not going to be down for that. Well, then start with yourself. Or if you don't have a partner, and it's just you, all these different ways you can explore. I think that's interesting to bring up that conversation with kids. I mean, obviously, it would it would sound a little different. But yeah, just getting them to understand that it's okay to explore and that it doesn't have to look one way. Um, I think that'll give a lot of people permission not to feel that anything that comes up for them is wrong or, or naughty or dirty because I think that that's an issue too. If mm. you don't do it this one right way, the way that you know you were taught or you were told is is what sex is. If they go outside of those lines, then they might start to feel like they're not doing it right. Thinking,
1: think about, um, think about when you ignore ignore a, a strong desire or ignore a calling even, you know, ignore, um, a passion of yours and, and how that can show up in the body of, you know, Mm -hmm. um, stress or Mm dis-ease. I mean, the same goes for ignoring certain sexual desires or ignoring certain things that are quote unquote taught as, yeah, as you said, wrong or, or, um, Societally not you know appropriate yeah. right
0: yeah it's this is a huge topic. we could just could on it's it's great though i love I love that the conversation is being had, and I think it's just I think it's huge. I think you received the right calling to delve into <laughs> this because I think people show up for this kind of stuff they they want to to talk about it they want to. Um, to heal. And and just one thing that I didn't say at the beginning, but I think should be said now, and of course, all this stuff that Laura is talking about means that if you're ready to dive into it, that you feel safe in your own body and that you don't have any history of trauma or anything going on in that realm. And I know that that is really rampant in our world. We're not addressing that right now, but if you have a sexual trauma of some sort, that would have to be addressed first through therapy or through uh, other healing modalities that feel right and safe for you. So this is for people that are ready for this kind of practice and, and feeling safe.
1: Absolutely. I think we we (laughs) got to put it out there. It's true. And, and, um, safety is, is the concern. And, and as I think we, we made a, uh, we came up many, many times that it starts, it starts with you first. And, Mm -hmm. and then, um, and then, of course, once you're ready to share, the world opens up for you as well.
0: Yeah. Well, Laura, is there anything that we missed that you just um, ha- that you feel like has to be said, or something, another important point that we didn't get out there?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I think you said it best as in in a way that you know we're we're seeking for that divinity and that divinity and and if that divinity. Um, gets lost or, um, is a struggle from moment to moment because ultimately this power of sex is, is to expand past the bedroom or the car, wherever you're having sex, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's designed to, to, to be more than that. It's a, it's a, this moving beyond moving to a new space, to new heights, to, um, So if that's a if that's a difficulty in every moment, you know, there's there's ways to come back to that, you know, whether it's a mantra, or or um, these practices of of looking at yourself in the mirror, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: breath work, um, affirmations for daily. I open myself to receive. It is you know, it is safe. Whatever the mantra that resonates with you Mm -hmm. can be a great another great tool to to start the process of, of subconscious receptivity.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. I open myself to receive. It's safe to receive. Those are great ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just have a few unrelated. Um, well, now I'm, I'm laughing to myself because my question <laughs> is favorite yoga pose. And then I'm like, ooh, favorite sex pose. No, <laughs> okay, favorite favorite yoga pose.
1: <laughs> favorite yoga pose. Um, uh, pigeon. Oh,
0: definitely pigeon, pigeon too. Oh, yeah. well that's actually, that's a good one. Hip opener. Oh Yes, yes You can open the
1: hips. Get related. it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's related. It's oh, all related. Okay. Um, and what about, do you have a favorite quote? Ooh. Ooh. Mmm.
1: <laughs> a favorite quote. Um, I'm, I'm loving the, this is unrelated, but I'm, i love the simplicity of Zen Zen proverbs and, and this, you know, might not necessarily be a quote, but, but it's one that um um that is very simple and to the point and and it, it goes like this. It's just five words. It's um, let go or be dragged. Uh-huh.
0: That's one of my <laughs> let go or be dragged. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Yep. I've lived that a time or two. <laughs> yep. um, so simple and yet so um to the point. Yeah. And what's a book that changed your life? <gasps>
1: um when I was younger, <laughs> it was Skinny Bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um that was a it was a game changer for me. Um it, it was more of like a, a a life life change to to eating more holistically and mm-hmm. um yeah, again, that, that path to, self, to self-acceptance and um, living, loving that skin I'm in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. That was pretty <laughs> skinny bit.
0: remember it's super funny, too. She's hilarious. <laughs> it's hysterical. Yeah. But, you know,
1: funny. yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful beginning awesome. to this journey.
0: <laughs> oh, good. Well, thank you, Laura. I'm so grateful for you just opening up to this topic. I mean, this is, um, like I said, radical. That's the only word I can come up with, but, but so so needed and so wonderful and just grateful. Thank
1: you so much, Jessalyn, for doing this work. It's so important. It's so, it's so needed as well. And, um, I hope that we've given you some tips that you can take to take back with you.
0: Wherever, (laughs) wherever you're taking me. Yeah. Right. (laughs) All right. Well, I love you so much, Laura. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Mm Bye-bye.